It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and Jason Walker. Welcome back to the, uh, you know, to the to the show that we're doing right now. Following the local teams, breaking down the biggest games with in-depth analysis and team interviews. There's going to be much higher expectations, sense of awareness of what uh, we bring to the table. Join the show by calling into 435-752-1069 or text 435-339-0321. It's the Full Court Press. Gross. Yes! Yes! Touchdown! They did it! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Eric Franson and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. Hope you're having a great uh, Friday, getting ready for the weekend. Friday kind of snuck up on me. I didn't realize it was that way until I was like, oh, wait a minute. I was, I was laying in my bed. I was like, tomorrow's Friday. It's been kind of a long week. Not really in a bad way. It's just it's just taking a while. Yeah, it's been a weird week for me, at least. I mean, being sick doesn't help. <laughs> no, it never does. <laughs> Days just kind of blur by, uh, but uh, I'm definitely looking forward to the weekend. <laughs> Try to get this crud behind me, but uh, a lot of different things that are going on this weekend. We've got some things going on tonight. Uh, we've got the Utah Jazz in action tonight. Big game in Vivint Smart Home Arena, and there's only a few more times where we will be able to say that, and it goes back to the old Delta Center. It's only Vivint Arena nowadays. Yeah, it's still Vivint. They don't call it Smart Home Arena. No, I guess that's true. It's just Vivint Arena. It was actually a smart decision to do that because everybody thought that was stupid. <laughs> that is or did they cumbersome. Did they ch- or did they just change the name of Vivint the company? Because uh, the company was Vivint question. Smart Home. They might have. I don't know. Because usually they like to throw that branding crap in there, kind of like with the KFC Yum Center, <laughs> which is. Probably top five dumbest sport stadium names in sports. <laughs> yum, yum center. Woo. No, I, I know I can't remember who plays there. It's some NBA team. Oh, isn't that? The, or, no, uh, or is it Louisville? No, it's like Louisville. Yeah, yeah. Louisville's basketball arena. <laughs> that's what it is. That's, that's just dumb. It's weird. <laughs> uh, so Utah State, they are in action tomorrow afternoon. San Jose State coming into town. Uh, the Spartans will be here. We'll give a preview of that matchup. Uh, there's uh, you know, one game tonight on the Mountain West schedule. It's a doozy. Uh, so we'll talk about that. And uh, we had some interesting games last night in Region 11 boys basketball. Had some good ones. And we, Yeah, we did. And uh, we got some girls basketball games going on tonight. And our first uh, highlighted girls basketball game of the week will be taking place on Cash Valley Daily and 107.7 KLZX. So... A lot of things to get through today here on the Full Court Press. Love to get your interaction as well. Feel free to text in Full Court Press text line 435-339-0321 if you want to chime in. And uh, let's let's start off talking about high school hoops. Um, you know, we had uh, some games that started a little bit late because we had some exciting JV games and they were just precursors to the uh, the varsity games that we're going to follow. Yeah, I the the Logan game that I was calling, we didn't start the Logan game till like oh seven twenty, closer to seven thirty. You know, because the pregame is supposed to start at six fifty, and I'm sitting there, I've got all the streams set up, had the you know 
stream starting soon set up, so I don't know how many people were staring at that at 7 o'clock thinking, when's the game going to start? <laughs> we started exchanging texts like, uh, are you guys okay? Yeah, and I was like, JV game, and the JV game was exciting. That thing dang near went to overtime. I think the final score of the Green Canyon-Logan JV game was like 52-51. There was some back and forth, some threes hit. It was an exciting game just sitting there like, no, I was entertained just sitting there and just uh, waiting for when we could go on. And then we did, and then we proceeded to have a very exciting varsity game. Uh, there was a little higher scoring, but it was no less back and forth. So it was just very exciting. Like You can tell. Like, you watch the replay. It's like, yeah, I was excited the whole dang game. <laughs> well, that wasn't the only one. Uh, Bear River and Mountain Crest, there was a delay there because they had a – uh, a really tight contested JV game that went a little long. Uh, and then they got their game going for the varsity, and that was a close contest, down to the wire. And so uh, Mount Bear River wins that one, 55-52. Now, Logan beat Green Canyon 81-76. to That was down to the wire, closer than that looked. The only game that was not really that close was the Skyview Ridgeline game, where Skyview... Um, just really jumped out. Um, uh, in fact, we've got. Uh, I'm just noticing we've got a um, something we need to correct on the story, or the article of the scoreboard. Oh, what did I do? Well, it has uh, quarter by quarter. One has Ridgeline, the other has says Green Canyon. Oh, whoops, that's my bad. <laughs> so. I copy pasted the a previous scoreboard for the format. Hopefully, the numbers are okay. Yeah, numbers look like they're correct. Uh, I listened to part of that one, and it was a pretty close you know, first half, but in the second quarter, or excuse me, first quarter, but second quarter, you know, Ridgeline just was really struck with a lot of turnovers, and Skyview capitalized on it, and um, that was the difference of the game. Um, that second quarter, everything else was pretty even, but uh, that, that rash of turnovers, a stretch of a couple of minutes, and Skyview capitalized on of every single one of those, and that proved to be the difference in the game. And the thing is, like, we thought this was going to be the headliner. You know, the this is the game. And just Skyview is just that good. I don't know what, what you're going to do with Skyview because, like, this felt like Ridgeline is the team that's going to stand up to him. Ridgeline is another one that's, you know, a really good team. They've got players up and down the lineup that are good, just like Skyview does. It's like, okay, Ridgeline, maybe they can match up. They've, you know, Ridgeline's got size. You've got you know good play from a lot of their players, but Skyview just just seems to be that much better. And maybe if they rematch, that'll be a little closer because maybe they won't have a second quarter like they did. But it just feels it, it's kind of just slightly less exciting in terms of how this regional play out because they're still exciting games. I mean, we had two of them this week. Yeah, but in terms of the drama for who's going to be the best team. It seems to be dying down because it seems like Skyview is just completely separating itself from the pack. Yeah, I mean, last week, uh, or uh, when region play opened uh, last week, we thought that uh, it was going to be an exciting f- start, and every game was really not that close. <laughs> and then, um, and then you know, we, we've had this week where we've had a little bit more, you know, closer, more competitive contests. And besides the you know that Skyview Ridgeline game, they've been really fun, close, and it's pretty even. I mean, that's what's going to be exciting about how region continues to play out is just how balanced this region is outside of 
Skyview at the top who really does seem to be separating from everybody else. Yeah, it seems like potentially anybody in the middle can just beat up. So the, the fight will be mostly for maybe second place or at least not finishing in the bottom half because, you know, Mountain Crest, Logan, Ridgeline, Bear River, they're all teams that you could conceivably see finishing second. Ridgeline probably the favorite among those two finish second. Of course, Green Canyon, despite the fact they're now 0-3 in region and they're 3-11 and on the year, they went toe-to-toe with Mountain Crest. Danger beat them. And they were going toe-to-toe with Logan in Logan and very much had a chance to win that game. So we know Green Canyon, it's, it seems to be finishing games for them. That seems to be an issue potentially. But we know they've got talented kids. Jared Anderson, he put up 28 points last night. Eesh. Isaac Filamahala, he put up 28 points the other night. This is a team that can, that can you know, get out there and go toe-to-toe with teams. They'll probably struggle to finish, and so because of that, they'll probably end up having a, an, an underwhelming record. But you got to watch out for them because they'll catch you. Yeah. No, you can't overlook anybody in this region. Um, even though their record is not what they would want it to be, they're, they're still very competitive and down to the wire in a lot of these games. Yeah. There will be some more exciting matchups. We'll look forward to the, the Logan Mountain Crest rematch. Obviously, the Logan Green Camp. I'm just going to list off all the Logan games I'm excited for. <laughs> But obviously, uh, we'll see if Ridgeline Skyview rematch ends up being something. Logan Ridgeline will be certainly one to watch because we'll see just maybe how far ahead Ridgeline is of the rest. Because we know Ridgeline right now seems to be behind Skyview based off the one game. But there's a feeling that Ridgeline is at least a clear number two. But right now, Logan, they're fighting for that number two spot as well where they've beat Mountain Crest and Green Canyon. Uh, and then they've lost to Skyview. But if Logan can knock off Ridgeline, then suddenly there's number there's a different number two in Region 11. Yeah, so uh, pretty exciting to see how this is going to continue to play out. And uh, we got some girls, exciting girls basketball games going on tonight too. Um, and uh, one of the exciting, probably one of the, the the top games that you could look at for the year, really getting it started for us, and that's uh, Skyview and and Ridgeline. Uh, squaring off in girls basketball in Smithfield, where this uh, this Ridgeline girls basketball team is is undefeated. Skyview has played really well in girls basketball as well, and uh, Hurricane John Newbold is going to be out there calling the play by play on Cash Valley Daily and 107.7 KLZX tonight. Yeah, that's probably going to be a game that I'm going to watch. I won't be able to go to it because my dad's coming up here to visit, so I won't go to the game. But I'll at least try and watch the game. And I'll be keeping a, a close eye on as many of these games as I can, the girls' games. But, yeah, this is 1-2 and two in RPI. Ridgeline's still the clear favorite because they're number one in the RPI, but actually a pretty decent margin ahead of Skyview uh, in terms of the, the number, the value they rank based off of. So we'll see. This is kind of what we had last night of could Ridgeline maybe unseat Skyview as a favorite or at least you know show that they're mortal. That's even more the case tonight, except the roles are reversed. Ridgeline's 14-0. They look unbeatable. They have a superstar guard in Emily Skinner. They have the makings of a team that can end up going undefeated all the way through the 4A championship. This is one of those games where you feel like, okay, can, is Skyview good enough to unseat Ridgeline? And it's at Skyview, so it's about as Good an opportunity you're going to get if you're, you know, looking at games for Ridgeline to potentially lose. So th- th- this may be it. 
as far as will Ridgeline lose the game this season. Yeah, so it'll be a fun one. Uh, and uh, we'll just the first of several um, girls basketball game of the week that we're going to be doing here on the Cash Valley Media Group. It'll be video streamed on Cash Valley Daily. Uh, you can listen on the radio on 107.7 KLZX. We'll have links to uh, to listen and, and watch and follow along on CashValleyDaily.com as well. So uh, fun to see what's going on with these games. And by the way, if you missed last night's games, if you were at one or wanted to see what another one could be or how it turned out, because we've talked about some close finishes and, and some pretty exciting games last night, you can go back and check out our scoreboard page or just go check out uh, the Cash Valley Daily and, and go to the uh, sports and the um, you know go to the uh, a local prep sports page, and you'll see the the live links, uh, the the live streams. You can go back and watch those again. Uh, see the photo galleries of those games from last night, and uh, we even have some uh, photo galleries of some wrestling that took place yesterday. So, uh, yeah. So there's your wrestling trying to, content. Trying to everyone. highlight a lot of different sports going on, and so anyway, you can go check that out. A lot of different stuff there. Uh, full court press text line. Want to make sure you have a chance to chime in four three five three three nine. 0321 and uh, 9315 texts in uh, that's spaz-tastic for the Jazz I guess is that about the uh, like that may have come into the time when we were talking about the name change yeah that's about what we are talking about with, the, with the, the the name change so I don't know or if it was them playing the Nets tonight yeah I uh, not sure. Which I, thanks nine three one five. I wrote a jazz pre- a preview by the jazz game for one of the blogs I write for, and uh, I f- completely forgot to mention in that preview that Royce O'Neal is coming back <laughs> to oh. play the Jazz. I mentioned that Ben Simmons was going to be playing for the against the Jazz for the first time since twenty twenty one, but I was like, oh yeah, Royce O'Neal, who is here for how long with the Jazz? He's coming back to town. That's true. I that wonder, might be worth mentioning. Will they do a tribute video for Royce O'Neal? Ah, you bet they will. I mean, is, was he that big of an impact player? He was a starter for several years. He was here as long as Donovan was. Like that, they were a package deal. And you know, That's he was true. obviously a role player, but he was, you know, he certainly had a big role. I guess he was he was starting for the team. He was one of those rare diamond in the rough. You find a guy who's capable of starting for a playoff team. He was an undrafted free agent. Granted, he was probably playing out of his role for a long time. Yeah, that's true. Dude is a six foot four, probably best a small forward in terms of his his skills because he wasn't really good enough to play shooting guard in terms of his uh, ball handling. But trying to make that guy play power forward, make him bulk up, wasn't as quick to then guard like they they then try to have him guard like guards and you know smaller small forwards. And it's like. Well, he wasn't quick enough to do that anymore because he made him bulk up so he could occasionally card power forwards. They'd put him on, like, Anthony Davis. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he was. He's giving up, like, a foot and a half in standing reach to Anthony Davis. You're trying to make him guard him? He, he definitely had energy, and uh, he was, I mean, besides Rudy Gobert, obviously, protecting the rim and his defensive abilities, he was Utah's best well, non Rudy Gobert defender, <laughs> if you put it that way, and uh, it, yeah, I mean he spent a lot of years as a starter, playing a significant role for Utah um, in their play at multiple playoff runs. So uh, I'm, I'd be surprised if they don't have a tribute video 
Um, but I mean, do we have very many like great Royce O'Neal moments in Utah history, or is he just one of those guys that was there and kind of around? It's not like Boyan who hit multiple game-winning shots, or Rudy who swatted you know a lot of shots and all defensive player and NBA defensive player of the year multiple times and Donovan Mitchell multiple time All Star. Royce didn't have any of those accolades, but he did start here for a long time and, and began his career here. But I just wonder what, what kind of Royce O'Neal moments would they show on the uh, on the tribute video tonight? Well, it just they just show highlight reels of him hitting threes and dunking because that's all he ever did or, you know, steals and fast breaks and such. Which, like, for a tribute video, you don't need to, like, show like list off all his accolades because he doesn't have any. Maybe, did he maybe make all rookie? Like, oh, no, he didn't. Usually you can make all rookie if you play. Like if you play as a rookie, you can sometimes make all rookie. <laughs> but I didn't quite do that. So you don't necessarily have to like list on a PowerPoint on a tribute video all, all that he did. You just show a bunch of highlights. You note the fact that he played 370 games for the Jazz. He started 230 of those. And, you know, was part of some of the best teams in, in recent jazz memory or some of the best teams in jazz history. So just a, just a tribute video. Like the dude spent what, how many, five seasons with the jazz? I mean, that's not like, you know, a ton of time, but the dude still like this. All he knew was Utah and he, he gave a lot to Utah. So give him a tribute video. He's not going to get the same rousing ovation that Mitchell or Gobert would have gotten. But he deserves something. Is he starting for Brooklyn? Yes, he is. He's started 41 games. Uh, so it seems like he may have missed a couple for whatever reason. I think the Nets have played 44. But, yeah, he's, he started every game he's appeared in. He's averaging career highs in points, assists, rebounds, minutes, three-point percentage. So he's, he's doing all right. Uh, yeah. He's, I mean, look, he's a solid player, um, and uh, I thought there were you know, stretches where you know, we used to joke, I, I wished I could clone multiple Royce O'Neals to have on the floor for Utah. You never need more than one Royce O'Neal on the floor at a time. <laughs> Just because of his hustle, uh, his, his uh, you know, it, certainly he would shy away from shooting. He needed to be better about that, but... Um, it was a time where Utah needed more guys who could defend on the wing, and they just they wouldn't. But um, they, these two franchises coming into this game, Brooklyn and Utah, kind of on different paths. I mean, Utah's won four of the last five, trying to turn some things around here lately, whereas Brooklyn has lost four of their last five, and they're actually coming into this game with a, on a four-game losing streak. So... Um, now, they know there's been some injury issues with, with Brooklyn, but I think they're supposed to have a full full roster tonight. Uh, Durant is listed as out. Oh, he is out. So okay. aside from him, the only other guy on their injury report is the guy who's a two-way. Because for some reason they list two-way guys on the injury report if they're down in the G League. It doesn't make sense. So like Johnny Juzang and Micah Potter are on Utah Jazz's injury list. <laughs> But they they probably played all those guys probably have played within a couple of days because they're with the G League team that whatever G League team they're affiliated with. But yeah, so Kevin Durant is the only one out for 
the Nets, and I believe Kelly Olynyk is the only one out for the Jazz. So the Jazz will be at mostly full strength. Uh, they'll just be missing, obviously, one piece of their center rotation. The Nets, obviously, will be very incomplete because they're missing their you know all-NBA forward. But they still do have Kyrie Irving, who's been playing. He's actually been playing this season. Yeah, he has. I mean, he's got like 30 or something games, so he's still doing the old load management. But um, He's not been as efficient this year, at least from three. But dude's still Kyrie Irving. He can go off for 40. And then, as I mentioned, Ben Simmons making his return to Utah. First time, I think, in like 688 days he's played the Jazz. So, yeah. Wow. He's a lot different than he was back then. Yeah, it's true. Because in 2021, one of like his last appearance, last time facing the Jazz, he had a typical game, but it was the game before that, in February of 2021, that he put up 42 points on the Jazz. Oh, my word. He's not done that this year. It may take him like weeks to score that many points. Yeah, I think his season high this year is 20. This is a dude who once averaged like, what, 14, 15 points a game? And he's... He's averaging that triple single. <laughs> uh, so we got to take another time out here on the full court press, but we can get more into the matchups tonight. Utah Jazz, what's on the line, kind of what the standings look like throughout the NBA. Uh, an interesting showdown in the Mountain West tonight, and we'll look at that and how that could affect the standings. And uh, Utah State getting ready for San Jose State. Aggies face the Spartans tomorrow afternoon. We'll preview those matchups as well and uh, kind of see what – you know, the different trajectories of those teams going into that game. And also, love to hear from you on our Full Court Press text line, 435-339-0321. The Cache Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show presented by Anderson Seed and Garden is March 24th and 25th. As a business owner, you can visit with, invite, and explain to thousands of potential customers how your business can help. How else are you going to come in contact with several thousand people in only two days, the Cache Valley Media Group Home and Garden Show. At the Eccles Ice Center, Google Cache Valley Home and Garden Show for details. Or call 752-1390 for more. Experts tell us that the three areas of balance for proper health are exercise, nutrition, and sleep. This is Ryan, owner of My Mattress. And while My Mattress Store can't really help with exercise and nutrition, we can help with better sleep. If a person started today to live a balanced life in health, exercise, and sleep, uh, three things might happen. One, we might throw away the bag of peanut M&Ms that we have stashed. Two, we might get up off the couch and exercise. And three... We'd come buy a new mattress here at My Mattress. They say diamonds are a girl's best friend, particularly when she's thinking of marriage. When it comes to this important decision, visit S. Needham Jewelers in historic downtown Logan. We have been the part of thousands of happy engagements. You'll enjoy our vast selection of beautiful and unique engagement rings. You'll also enjoy our relaxed and elegant environment. You'll not be hurried and you'll feel no pressure as you have fun looking for the perfect ring. Where Utah gets engaged, Essie Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Nothing compares to the warmth and feel that a wood stove provides. The two-time Best of Northern Utah winning team says there's never been a better time to replace your old inefficient wood stove and install a new energy-efficient EPA-certified Vermont casting wood product in your home. The U.S. government is offering federal tax credits of 26% on your wood stove install for Vermont casting units that include stoves, bending, and labor. Call or email Advanced Fireplace and Stove for a free in-home estimate. Call 435-752-7272 or go to advancedfireplaceandstove.com. 
the Doug Gottlieb Show. Is there a doctor here? Listen. Here's Aaron Rodgers talking about this weekend's game. Yeah, I mean, for sure. Just because you don't know what the future holds. If you're the Packers, you sit there and go, here we go again. And I will also be honest with you, he's answering a question of it being his last game at Lambeau Field. I don't know why Aaron does this. The Doug Gottlieb Show. Weekday afternoon from 1 to 3 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Eric France and Jason Walker here on the Full Court Press. 435-339-0321. If you want to chime in on the Full Court Press text line, uh, we're talking about high school hoops. We got uh, our girls' basketball game of the week coming up later on tonight on 107.7 KLZX. This will also be streaming, video streaming on CashValleyDaily.com. Hurricane John Newbold will be on the call as uh, Skyview hosts Ridgeline. Uh, should be an exciting ball game. Uh, if there's a, a chance for somebody to knock off the number one overall team in the state, uh, it's going to be tonight in Smithfield. Uh, but uh, Ridgeline has been pretty dominant uh, in their performances thus far and have not lost a game yet. Yeah, it's just there's sometimes there's high school teams that just have a level of dominance that you don't beat. We saw that with the Mountain Crest Girls soccer team. They were just too good for the mere mortals of 4A. <laughs> they ended up going undefeated. Never, or they, went undefeated. they didn't go undefeated. They went undefeated against 4A teams and just blew out everybody nobody even came close yeah i don't think they allowed i think the other thing was i don't think they allowed a single goal to 4a teams i think they're right yeah so it was it was just absurd um ridgeline obviously it's it's hard to compare dominance between two different sports like that but still undefeated is undefeated and they have the best player in 4a or at least in region 11 i haven't checked to see what other players are uh, in 4a aside from the, the girls in Region 11. But yeah, it's a bit of a shame that you have a team that's this far ahead of everyone because without them, there'd be a lot of drama and excitement because there are some good teams. Green Canyon's really good. Skyview's really good. Mountaincrest got some exciting players. So does Bear River. You know, there's a lot of exciting players and games going on in girls' basketball. Again, it's kind of like with the boys. Like, Skyview's just that good. It's a little disappointing. It's nice to see that good at basketball, but... There's a part of me that just wants to see the drama of who's going to win Region 11. Right. No, that's true. That's true. So, anyway, stay tuned for that. Coming up later on this evening, uh, pregame at around 6.50 and tip off at 7. You can watch the game on CashValleyDaily.com or listen on 107.7 KLZX. Uh, We've mentioned the Utah Jazz. They're in action tonight. We'll have that broadcast here on The Fan Pre-game at 6.50, tip-off at 7. Utah taking on the Brooklyn Nets. And uh, the first game back for Royce O'Neal. And look, he, that's somebody who will be cheered. There won't be any boos for Royce. Uh, he was non-controversial. If you dislike Royce O'Neal, just why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was. He never said anything bad. He never acted in an inappropriate way. Like, like the only way you would dislike Royce O'Neal is if in real life he's a jerk and you met him. But that's a big if. Like, that's an if he's a jerk. Like, I don't think he is. 
he seems like a nice guy. So, like, why would you hate him? <laughs> There's, like, no reason to hate him unless he's secretly a jerk. Right. That's the only possible solution to hating Royce O'Neal, which I don't think anybody does. No, I've, yeah, I've not heard of any, but, again, I've not had any, any personal interactions or with anybody who has had their own personal interactions with Royce. But, yeah, I would imagine there would be a nice, warm welcome tonight for Royce O'Neal. would expect him to start, but um, you know, this is uh, a, mem- or, uh, a Brooklyn team that's struggling right now, and they've got some losses to some kind of mediocre teams. And so they're missing not having Kevin Durant, and that's where Utah can really kind of, uh, I think, attack where Lowry Markkinen would be the guy who would normally go up against Kevin Durant. That would have been an interesting matchup. I would have liked to see Lowry versus Kevin because they're similar archetypes about how they play in the positions and, and how they uh, play the game. But um, wouldn't no, necessarily say that. Well, just in that they're big, long seven footers who can dribble, attack the rim, but also shoot from outside the arc. That's fair. Um, so yeah, Kevin Durant certainly has a better mid-range game and probably can create his shot a little bit better than Lowry can. Yeah, he's he's more ball dominant. That's the main difference. Because if you look at, they both shoot. They're both seven foot. They both attack the rim. The main difference is Lowry has a, a almost criminally low usage rate. Is actually incredibly unique in how little he actually touches the ball and how much he scores. It's kind of Clay Thompson esque. Yeah. Um, yeah, Kevin much more of an isolation score. Lowry doesn't do isolation. That's kind of the main difference. Yeah, Kevin he's missed four straight games, and we uh, already mentioned the Nets are on a four-game losing streak. Yes. So <laughs> a few times. Bit of correlation there. It's I don't know if it's good. causation, <laughs> but yeah. And they're they, they've lost by double digits, and they lost by double digits to Oklahoma City. But I think in that game, Kyrie and Ben Simmons were also sitting, hmm. so they were without basically everyone against Oklahoma City. I mean, they're still in a in a solid spot in the standings. They're the number four team in the East, twenty seven and seventeen overall. Um, Utah is twenty four and twenty four. They're right at five hundred, but they've uh, you know they had that slide where they were really competitive in a lot of games, and they were losing by single possessions on a lot of these games. But now the last little bit here, starting to turn some things around and winning winning some close games and winning by some healthy margins even. And now they've climbed back up and, and regaining some of their own confidence and how to close games out. And they are favored tonight. Yeah, they're favored by, well, last I checked it was, what, six? Is it still at six? Uh, I think it was five. Oh, five. Maybe I misread it when I was looking at my screen earlier. I thought it said six. Just too similar. But yeah, the Jazz are—they're gaining momentum. They've got some guys healthy. They got you know Mark, and he's he's back playing more consistently. We'll see. We'll see what happens when we get Olenek back. It'll be interesting with the way Markkinen's been playing. If the Jazz decide to put Olenek on the bench and have the kind of Vanderbilt Olenek front court be the bench unit, whereas the start of the year that was the the combination they were using to have four out have the five, you know, be the, the shooter. So it was an interesting lineup there. They yeah, made with Kessler inserted into the starting lineup. Yeah, because Kessler's been starting, and they put Vanderbilt on the bench. They could still have the four shooters. They may just stay that way. They might not. Maybe they want to go back to having Markman play the three and then Vanderbilt to the four and Lennox at the five, but seems to be working all right. So we'll see. And I like Kessler to keep starting because at this point, I feel like, why not? Just keep playing the kid. Yeah. 
guy's been fantastic. You know, let him keep developing. Let him keep, you know, seeing what it's like to be in the starting lineup. That's his future role. He's good enough to do it now. Just let him keep doing it. Right. Given the minutes, the exposure, uh, opportunities to compete against different types of NBA teams, different types of NBA centers, uh, different types of other players who may attack the rim in different ways. So it's all part of his learning curve. Yeah. That, that's the big thing, like getting to play against a variety of really good players. Like coming off the bench, you're going to play some minutes against um, some of the better players. Then maybe you're, uh, you you wind up playing against lesser players on the bench, which can be good for initial development. But now at this point, the guy's been facing some of the best. You know, win against Joel Embiid. Just let him keep playing. And if there's a game where he's just not handling it, okay, sit him on the bench and just get him out of there, learn from it, move on from there. But let him try. Yeah. Yeah, there's no harm. No harm at all. So uh, interesting to see what plays out tonight. And, uh, again, we'll have a full play-by-play here on the fan. Pre-game at 6.50, tip-off at 7. The uh, Brooklyn Nets in town, Utah, currently favored by 5. Um, but uh, I think the you know, Mike Connolly, Kyrie Irving, that'll be an interesting one-on-one. Uh, who guards Ben Simmons? Would be interesting to note for Utah. Um, yeah, you'd, you'd, at this point, you'd probably put. Well, it depends. I'd have to see what Brooklyn's starting lineup would be. They'll probably just switch on him, and then maybe Vanderbilt when he comes in. Maybe they'll try and put him on them, but I don't know. He's not really a scoring threat anymore, so it's just like guard everyone else. Yeah, you don't need yeah, to but guard he's still him. A distributor, just, though. Yeah, that's it. Guard everyone else. Yeah, and Nick Claxton's another one to watch out for. He can, uh, he's been doing some some solid things for them in the center position. So yeah, he's been a good rim protector. Good, he's their leading rebounder. You know, emerging center, probably underrated among centers, to be honest. Uh, all right, we're gonna take a timeout here in the full court press. Uh, we'll get into uh, Utah State taking on San Jose State. The showdown between the Aggies and the Spartans tomorrow afternoon. It's a four o'clock tip off in the Spectrum. We'll continue to look at other things going on. There's a big showdown in the Mountain West tonight and uh, updated kind of standings right now throughout the Mountain West Conference. And the other things going on this weekend, love to hear from you also. 435-339-0321. This is Jay with Daryl's Appliance. What happens when an appliance breaks down and the cost of the repair is more than the appliance value? You're stuck with a service call charge at most places, not at Daryl's. With our exclusive Under One Roof Loyalty Program, we discount the service called Diagnostic Charge when you decide to buy new from us instead of the repair. That's the Daryl's difference because service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road, open until 6 p.m. on weekdays, 5 on Saturday. When it comes to home care, it's important to know you have a choice. If you or a loved one is in need of hospice or home health services, remember that Primrose Home Care and Hospice believes in treating the patient as well as the problem. We work directly with you and your doctor to create a health plan that's catered to your needs. Our team is devoted to providing options and the freedom and safety of your own home. Visit us at primrosecare.com or call to schedule a free consultation. Primrose Home Care and Hospice, your local hospice and home health provider since 2006. Ladies and gentlemen, this is The Odd Couple. Mic check. With Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. 
when you look at these NBA numbers, it's easier than ever to score in the NBA. Broussard could have a double-double with 15 points and a, a 10 rebound. I do think I could go for four points in today's NBA. I might even get a basket <laughs> if Nancy Lieberman is guarding me, okay? Uh, with Chris Broussard and Rob Parker. Weeknights from 6 to 8 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems, your home team when local matters. Valley Office Systems is your local provider for all things office, copiers, printers, furniture, and document management. Proudly serving Cache Valley since 2007. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. Reach the Sheriff's Department Civil Processing Division. Please hold wire. Call is transferred to Sergeant David Chapman. Get me recording. This is Sheriff Chad Jensen. Fraudulent phone calls similar to this one have been received by many citizens in Cache County. The most common scams are asking for payment over the phone because of a lawsuit, civil bench warrant, or to post bail for a family member who has supposedly been arrested. They ask for payment in form of prepaid cards, gift cards, or money transfers, and if you do not pay, they threaten to arrest you. The Sheriff's Office does not take payment or ask for personal information over the phone. These types of scams often use internet phone numbers which are nearly impossible to track. If you receive a phone call of this nature, do not give out any personal information and hang up. Be cautious about the information you give out over the phone to make sure you are not the next victim of a scam. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. You know, we were talking about the Utah Jazz. Uh, Today is the last day that your vote counts for three votes for NBA All-Star voting. I already put mine in for Lowry Markinen earlier today. I don't vote for NBA All-Stars because I know it means nothing and that Jazz players will never win the fan vote, (laughs) so I don't do it. Oh, come on now, Jason. Michael Jordan. We need your vote. Prime Michael Jordan, averaging 78 points a game for the Utah Jazz, would still lose the fan vote to literally anybody else. <laughs> to uh, An- He'd lose it to Andrew Wiggins or anybody playing on the Warriors. Because that's how the fan vote is. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, uh, yes, it's a popularity contest. Not really based on who the real performing stars are through the first half of the NBA season. No, it isn't like I said. When Andrew Wiggins was an all-star last year, it was a joke. It was a complete and utter joke. He was a good player. Not an all-star. <laughs> There's a difference. Mike Conley's a good player this year. Doesn't mean he's an all-star this year. No, that's true. That's true. Uh, so anyway, your uh, uh, the fan voting will be ending soon. And uh, your your opportunity to let for those of you who who do want to vote, <laughs> your those of you who still believe in the spirit of democracy <laughs> in the NBA, <laughs> your vote counts three times today, and I, I'm pretty sure it's the last day for that. I think you can still vote through the next couple of days. I'm not. I don't remember when that the fan voting is cut off, but it's soon. It's coming said, up soon. He said, "Don't pay attention." I'm. I'm not. I think it's this weekend. I'm not a source of information on this. <laughs> uh, 
There were some things I did see about voting for like the G League All Star Game, although I think it's called something other than All Star Game. And you can vote for all the different U- oh, former Utah State players see that, that are in there. So uh, you you can go vote for that. That's something I can get behind. Because then they actually maybe have a chance to win that one. Yamiya <laughs> Keta might be able to get into that. Maybe Justin Bean. I haven't checked up on Sam Merrill's numbers. I imagine he's doing all right in the G League. Yeah, well, he had a game the other day where he put up, like, made like six three-pointers. Let me look up his G League stats. While you do that, a couple texts coming through. Uh, nine three one five, with some interesting uh, jokes. We'll say that. Uh, why do Spartans hate waking up early? Because Don is tough on Greece. Where's my laugh track? Ha ha ha! Uh, what do you call a gassy geek? A fartin' Spartan. Probably gassy Greek. Probably <laughs> gassy geek Greek. Okay, 5338, thank you for texting in so we have something else. Something (laughs) other than dad jokes about Greeks. Uh, Players of the week, Andy Murray and the Nasi Kokonakis are finishing their Australian Open match at 4 a.m. Were you up all that time? Was that 4 a.m. our time (laughs) or 4 a.m. there in Australia? Uh, I'm not familiar with the story. That would be awkward. That would be a long, long match. Uh, we'll see what we can figure out on that. I don't know the details on that one. There's that one tennis match like it was like 10 or 12 years ago. But because of the rules, because a lot of times normally a set will go to like a tiebreaker. After, if they, I think if they tie at six sets each, then... You know, they go to a tiebreaker and you go and one will win 7-6 in a tiebreaker set. But because of that particular tournament, they didn't do a tiebreaker set. So you had to win by two sets. And it went like an insane number of sets. It was like double digits. It might have gone close to the 20s, I think. I'd have to look at the details because I've kind of forgotten because it's so long ago. But it, it just went forever. It was like four or five tennis matches worth of sets combined into one. Wow. So, yeah, kind of nuts. Uh, so, yeah, doing a little uh, reading here. Um, it was five sets. Uh, Murray overcame a two-sets-to-love deficit, stretched over an absorbing five hours and 45 minutes, ended at 4.05 a.m. Second longest in Australian Open history. That's just five hours of tennis. Five and like I get, there's a lot of that. There's a pause and almost and, six. Yeah, the, I know. I know there's a lot of pausing and and walking around. You're not you know constantly running the entire time. But still, tennis is an incredibly draining sport. And to be you know on edge for you know five hours with this whole thing, like that's and not much more than a couple moments rest. Like that's that's like top tier athlete. Well, I mean endurance. So you're starting. You don't start the match until. So that match didn't start until like what ten o'clock? I mean, that's a late, that's a late start period. Yeah, those, we do. Those poor people that had to work the sidelines, and the the the, the ball boys and the ball girls. Okay, but at the least they don't have to sprint around the court like constantly. I get they have to sprint across the court like once every, you know, couple of plays. 
Every time there's a fault, they have to run across the court. Oh, my word. The only danger of being a ball boy in tennis is taking a shot to the face or nuts. <laughs> Other than that, you get to watch a tennis match for free and get paid for it. <laughs> oh, my word. Or having an athlete accidentally like hit the ball away and hit you in the face from like <laughs> yeah. point blank range. He said, wow. That happens every now and That'll again. That'll leave a mark. It's like, hi, I'm a professional tennis player. I hit the ball really hard. Wham! Uh, 5-3-3-8, 4 a.m. Australia time, and I thought college football games were going too long. Yeah, tennis matches can go incredibly long in baseball games. Like Those are the two like kings of we can go on forever if you want. Yeah, you're not playing against a clock. Yeah, it's just there is theoretically a limit on how long you can stretch out a football game or a basketball game. There was that one six overtime NBA game back in like oh, I think it was like the fifties or something. <laughs> That's insane. It was very riveting because for like three or four of those overtimes, the one team stood there the entire time holding the ball until the clock drained down. Oh my word! Riveting stuff. That's, I know. Wow. Glad I would have paid for good money to watch that. <laughs> uh, Nine three one five. Those jokes were in lieu of USU playing the Spartans in basketball. Yes, you tell. Okay, thank you, 9315. Ah, dad jokes. Yeah, but this uh, this Andy Murray, five hours and 45 minutes. So, I mean, <laughs> you're supposed to turn around and play the next day or, or the, the day after that? I hope that you leave some rest because you get in tennis, you have to get rest. Like, you can't be playing day after day of like professional level tennis like high schoolers okay they can probably do two days in a row but at this point like give the guys some rest five sets nearly six hours and apparently he had another game that went like five hours it's insane no thank you ah <laughs> uh... So there was uh looking it up and I think I found the one I mentioned where it like went a ton of games. There was uh in twenty ten Wimbledon there was a match that uh went for eleven hours and five minutes. But I think they paused it because it says it was it took three days to do the match. An That's eleven insane. hour match. That is nuts. So uh, apparently Andy Murray, he came back to the park eight hours after his five-set match. So he went home, rested, and he came right back. (laughs) That's insane. Uh, And he's 35 years old, and he has a metal hip. (laughs) It's Bionic Man. Yeah. So the the, the one match I was talking about where, like, so most – Tennis sets, you know, you can go 6-0 if you sweep, and you can go up to 7-6 at the most for, for most of them. So the final set in this match that went 11 hours, the game total was 70-68. to 68. Oh, my gosh. Which is <laughs> like 10 sets worth of tennis, and it was one set. Nobody's backing down. No, they didn't. <laughs> Wow. So I guess the, the tiebreaker thing only accounted for the last set because one of their other sets, or two of their other sets, went 7-6. But the final set, apparently they wouldn't do a tiebreaker for the final set, so they played 
138 games for one set. Oh my word, that's insane. <coughs> yeah. Excuse me. Uh, we need to take a break. I need to collect myself. <coughs> and get a drink of water. Yeah, and get a drink of water. More on the Full Court Press coming up next. Experience Sunday brunch at Prodigy Brewing on Center Street. Churro French Toast, beignets and berries, and everyone's favorite, Chili Quiles. A delicious combination of eggs, house-made enchilada sauce, tortilla chips, avocado, and pico. Brunch has an all-new meaning of tasty when you visit Prodigy Brewing. Serve Sundays 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Prodigy's atmosphere is vibrant, energetic, and friendly. Whether it's with family or friends, Sunday brunch at Prodigy Brewing is a delicious experience. Prodigy Brewing, exceptional food, extraordinary service, and family-friendly on Center Street in downtown Logan. Alpine Home Medical has been around for over 25 years. Can you believe that? Hi, I'm Jay Broadbent. What keeps us coming to work every day? We're passionate about caring for you. From home and bathroom safety to transportation, mobility, recovery, oxygen, sleep, and more, come into any of our 10 locations today and let us take care of you. Visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. It's cold outside, but you can keep warm inside with a quality-built, super-efficient York furnace. Count on a furnace from York because it's backed by the strongest warranties available. It's just another way we install confidence. Call Advanced Heating and Air Conditioning, your local York dealer, at 752-7272. Online at advancedheating-ac.com. York, install confidence. We're not comfortable until you are Advanced Heating and Air. It's that first kiss, that moment in time It's that look in her eye When you get the first sign We make it personal, you know when it's real Something for everyone, we know how you feel Jarrett's Fine Jewelry Make it special, make it Jarrett's this is The Herd. Attention listeners. With Colin Cowherd. So the Sean McVay story is very interesting. I want to step back and have a life. I think McVay feels at times a little underappreciated. He saved the quarterback. He saved the franchise. It was a boring, unwatchable mess. And I think he wants a little more power, a little more say in personnel. This is The Herd. Weekdays from 10 to 1 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. Welcome back to Full Court Press. Uh, 9315 sent the uh, the clip of the uh, uh, Seinfeld episode when Kramer... His uh, he he takes a turn as a ball boy. I think I saw a clip of that. I never never watched much science. Did he he get hit in the nuts in that show? Oh, well, he just he totally disrupted the match because he's too big. Yeah, he's running chasing down the ball and he kind of trips up and gets caught in the net and he's knocking over the tennis players, as as Kramer would do. Yeah, it's a comedy show. You You gotta do something stupid. Yes. Uh, I mean, I I had when you were talking about it, that was actually that those scenes were actually playing out of my mind. I was, you're so. probably not alone in that. There's probably <laughs> no. a lot of people <laughs> imagining that. 
Uh, but f- I can't imagine any sport uh, sitting there and watching any particular sport for five hours and 45 minutes. No, it's it's. I mean, that's a marathon on top of a marathon. Yeah, you just. There's there's very few things that I'll sit there and watch for five hours. I grew to very much dislike marching band because I and I had at least going to marching band competitions because I had a couple brothers that did those and I went to like every one of their competitions and they go on like all day and we'd watch like two or three hours not even five hours like two or three hours worth of people walking all over a football field <laughs> just so that I could watch the six minutes of my brothers walking around on a football field. And that's if I could figure out where they were. Uh, well, on top of this, just how long it was, it's like the, when it happened. Like, it's in the early hours of the morning. Yeah, this is... Like, I get it if it's, like, between, like, 11 o'clock in the morning, stretch it out to, like, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Because you could, you know, maybe walk around, grab a bite to eat, keep your eye on things. But this is when we should all be sleeping. Yeah, because then you're tired. And trying to watch a sporting event. And I don't know if tennis is one of those events you can fall asleep at. I nearly fell asleep at a baseball game once because that's just how baseball games are. It's a more relaxed environment, which there are positive aspects to that. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a relaxed environment. but No. It's kind of like there's that one baseball game that went like 20 innings or something, where there have been multiple of those. But Yeah, that's true. They've had to uh, – you know, do- Push them off to the next day. Yeah. So we're calling it. It's 3 a.m. I'm done. Those poor grounds crew people. Yeah, they got to keep going out there. Like, if it's going extra rings, they got to keep going out there and do it. And then after the game, all right, it's 3 a.m. Go out there and clean it. Be back here at 8 a.m. tomorrow morning so we can do this again. Prepare for tomorrow's game. Hey, Bob. Sorry, I thought you were going to be able to go home and sleep in your bed tonight, but we got to keep you here. Like nope, gotta empty the trashes and get it ready for the next day. Put a mattress in the dugout. Go sleep on it. <laughs> Gosh, good luck. Oh word. Uh wow. So thank you five three three eight. That's uh that's crazy. Thanks for uh, tuning us into that. I was not aware of that marathon, uh, tennis match in Australia. So some people play say that because uh, the men play the five sets or you know best of five best and the women five. only play best of three. I'm probably more in favor of the best of three. Just keep it short. <laughs> Just move it along. You don't need to play five sets of tennis. Oh, wow. Uh, coming up next hour, we'll get into Utah State and San Jose State, uh, Aggies and the Spartans, and uh, what's on the line on this game, what do kind of the, the paths that both teams have been on getting to this point. We'll look at what other games are going on throughout the Mountain West. A big one tonight in the conference. We'll look at how that could affect the standings and uh, what's at play there. Uh, other things going on this weekend, the NFL divisional games are taking place, so the NFL playoffs. Certainly Utah Jazz have an interesting weekend ahead, and a big showdown tonight with the Brooklyn Nets coming into town. Uh, as they're starting to get things back on track, can they continue that, or are they going to start to regress back to where they were before? So a lot of different things to discuss, and we got high school hoops as well. We had some exciting games last night, some interesting games tonight for girls basketball on the schedule also, which uh, ways you can follow along and watch at least one of those games on CashValleyDaily.com later on this evening. So stay tuned. That's all coming up here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We're also streaming on 106.9TheFan.com. And you can also find us on the 106.9 The Fan mobile app. 
Download it. Take it with you wherever you are. Listen to our shows live when we're on the air or go back and listen to past episodes when we've had bonus audio and bonus content with our Light the A podcast. Stick around. A lot more to come next hour here on The Fan. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. Lamar Jackson's one of the more fascinating athletes in all of football. The QB is a former MVP, won the Heisman in Louisville, and has led the Ravens to multiple playoff appearances during his five-year career. Despite Jackson's impressive resume, the QB has struggled to reach a contract extension with the Ravens. But yesterday, the team made it very clear they have no plans to let Jackson out the door. It's been reported Jackson will have a say in the team's search for a new offensive coordinator. And head coach John Harbaugh even stated there is a 200 percent chance Lamar is Baltimore's quarterback moving forward. At first glance, the team's support seems like a great first step, but the Ravens' statements yesterday are giving way to a tremendous amount of negotiating leverage to Jackson. And without a long-term deal in place, it's going to be interesting to see how that affects the two parties as we head off into the offseason. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise.